Welcome to the Top 5 Go Podcast. I am your host, Kevin, and I'm here, as always, with my co-hosts, Shantae and Aaron. What's going on, guys? Hey, oh, how's it going? I am good. I am good. I am really excited about this week's topic. Mm-hmm. It's been keeping me up at night, man. Seriously. Yeah, just I, on the brain, constantly. So this week, I'm just going to like just tell it, we're doing Harry Potter. So a lot of you guys don't know. Me, Aaron, and Shantae, we're on a kickball team called the Muggle World Order. We're yes, very yes, big we were. Harry Potter we fans. I think we should say our houses, our Pottermore, okay, I, I mean, <laughs> our, our Patronuses, our we're, we're Gryffindors over here. Gryffindors. I'm Ravenclaw. Hmm. Um, um, you can take that <laughs> face right back. I'm just, I'm just Aaron, Aaron's a Gryffindor. I'm a Gryffindor. What's your Patronus? Yeah. My Patronus oh. was a garden snake. Mine's a brown bear. Listen, currently it's a sloth, man. I'm just like <laughs> chilling on the couch lately, watching a lot of shows. <laughs> this is like real life Patronus. Yeah, I, that, I think that's true. That is actually represents yeah. you very I, well. So Absolutely. I went to I went to Universal Studios mm-hmm. and I tried to buy the wand that I got on Pottermore. Yeah, didn't have it. I did too, and they didn't have it. I mean, you got to go to I guess Orlando to get the good stuff. <laughs> Aaron, did you try the? Th- Aaron didn't do his Pottermore. No, thing. No, I mean, he probably I did, did his house I did, knows I it. did the test, but I couldn't tell you what my password is to get back in the <laughs> website. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> well, this week we have a very special guest. We have Jackie here. Hello. Jackie, hey! hey, Jackie. Hello, thank you for having me. So Jackie is the fiance. No, no, no. Contractually obligated roommate. Soon to be. Soon Soon to be. be. Contractually obligated roommate. Of my co-host of The Strife, CJ. So, and I know she was a big Harry Potter fan. She has read the books every year, you said? Every year. Takes me two weeks every year to read all seven books. She decides to keep up, you know, just refresh herself. She has a terrible memory. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no, you learn something new every time you read them. So we we brought her on this time Mm -hmm. because we're going to be doing our our top five Harry Potter characters, but there's a caveat. We're doing them outside of like the main five. So no Harry. You won't find Ron or Hermione on this list. Even though Ron wouldn't make my list anyway. I'll talk about that later. You didn't have to draw that shade, but I get you. I I feel like it's necessary because people need to know that Ron is trash. (laughs) It needs to be said. You need to understand this. Yeah, that Ron is trash. You playing some wizarding chess is not enough for you to make a top five list. Just wanted that to be said. Also, you're not going to find Dumbledore nor Voldemort on this list. Nope. Um, so a lot of people would think that might make Snape just like a de facto number one, but not for me. Not for me. Either. Not for not me. For me either. I, so I will say I do love Snake. Snake. Snape. <laughs> I think he's a great character. I love his character arc and development and all that. Still not my top five. But listen, you being trash to kids for seven years doesn't make up for the fact that at the end you're like always. <laughs> that's not enough for me. I think that's for fair. me the thing that's impressive about him is like the fact that he lived that role of the double agent so well. That was, yeah. okay, that's dope. That is that's pretty dope. impressive. That for me is the impressive. But him part. coming for Hermione in the first book within her first potions class is not okay. Well, I mean, she was annoying. He didn't know that though at the time. I think oh, oh, I think did. they all. Knew. Oh, he did. I think they all. Knew. She and knows Hermione's stuff. my girl, but she was annoying. Okay. <laughs> Especially in the beginning. Especially in the first book. After the that book, she she calmed down. She, but that book, she does. She, she does. Gets she does. Well, yeah. It's true. It's true. I'll give you that. But he didn't know that. But he was just trash to people. As an educator, you know. 
accurate. Well, we're at the top five Go podcast. What we do is we go over your criteria first, and then we do our top five list from five to one, talking about who's our favorite. At the end, we do a comprehensive list where we score it and we rank who's our comprehensive top five. Mm-hmm. So, as always, we're going to start with the guest. Mm-hmm. So, Jackie, what right. is your criteria for this week? Okay. So, as opposed to doing this based on characters that I liked or um, characters that I thought were um, just cool, uh, I specifically went for characters that had a big impact on Harry's journey from start to finish. Okay. Mm. So, people like who it. affected him at important times throughout the books. Okay. 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 I like that. I like that. So, Jackie, who is your number five? So, my number five, and I struggled with this one because this was the one that was really up in the air for me. I ended up going with Neville Longbottom. Okay. 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 He's an honorable mention. So, uh, my whole thing is he was the other potential chosen one, Mm -hmm. which could have created an entirely different arc, right? Mm -hmm. And Harry struggles with that at specific points of the story, and that kind of helps him learn and grow everything that happens with his... humility. Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And everything that happens with his parents, that helps kind of solidify Harry's understanding of how this can impact the larger community and not just him. Because I think in the beginning books, it's kind of just a... I just have to get through this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then in the later books, he starts to get into like, okay, I need to do this for everyone mm-hmm. as opposed to just me. Um, I also think Neville is there for a lot of the important moments. And at the end, he's the one that Harry entrusts with the most important thing he has left to do when he goes off to sacrifice himself. And that's a pretty big deal, it's at huge. least to me. No, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. He was he's he was really close to making my top five due to literally what you just said. Perry going, I can't really tell you what you got to do, but like there's something that's going to come up and and do this thing for me. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. like you've got to take care of this. And mm-hmm. the fact that he accomplishes his mission yeah. is right. pretty impressive. Yeah. So for me, with Neville Longbottom, I liked him, mm-hmm. but he's never someone I like go to. My most memorable Neville Longbottom thing is a uh, little Dicky. In the song <laughs> Professional Rapper, he says, got a long bottom bitch called that hoe Neville. <laughs> and, I, and I thought that was a fantastic line. Wow. It was a very good line. I, I thought you were going to talk about his 10 points to Gryffindor. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I was getting to that next. I was getting to that next. So that was the most memorable thing. The second most memorable thing was my man Albus Dumbledore always making sure Gryffindor stay winning. He gave <laughs> by using Neville Longbottom. <laughs> he, he gave Neville ten points in the first book for standing up to his friends. Like literally, yeah. he said, "It takes a lot of courage to stand up to your friends." Yeah. Boom, ten, 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 ten points. points. After he gave Ron how many points for uh, for, <laughs> for uh, the playing chess, a chess game? Chess game. <laughs> Fifty, 50, 50 points, points. Yeah, and then he for said, the best game one of wizarding chess. One fifth of playing wizarding chess was standing, standing up, up to, to your friends. friends. <laughs> and then not only did he say for standing up to his friends. He said, how many points does Gryffindor need to win? Yeah. And they were like, like uh, five. And he's like, mm, give him 10. Give him 10. <laughs> Let's change the banners. And then, <laughs> and then become Gryffindor. So, I mean, Neville, you're right. Neville had a lot of things along the way. Mm-hmm. 
what he does in the second and when you find out about his family, his family. Yeah. And I think that's my favorite thing about him because you know with Harry it's very overt about why he's the hero you know yeah. yep. he's smart people like him he's charismatic he's Harry Potter but Neville is like that quiet strength person you know he goes through life people underestimate him mm-hmm. and he's just like you know what I'm just doing my thing because he he's trying to make it through school he also has his family you know his grandmother his parents yep. and and I don't I think people kind of discount that a lot and just him you know maintaining and living life and going you know what I, I'm doing with all this stuff yeah but I'm also here at school kind of taking care of business I don't know oh my guy's seen what's, some things man yeah he's seen some he's seen things. things and he doesn't let it affect him negatively yeah and in the seventh book he's kind of a badass he is. Mm-hmm. but like I can't I can't get like there's seven books I can't get around to you just coming on in the end except he didn't he, he was part he was, of the no, da no, no. He, but for me for him no, to get he okay. came through and he led them in the darkest time they had ever seen at hogwarts that's yeah. true at, at, and at that time there were so many other people that could have been I the leader. That. it was neville longbottom yeah. who was the strong person who you know who what you know what I, I i agree with you and i like the fact that like you don't realize that neville's like doing this yeah. this boss yeah. shit until yep. he comes through that picture and he's like we gotta go yeah. you're like yep where did that come from that's when you see people's true colors and you're and like going back to that quiet strength like he had that all along but it it didn't it, he wasn't needed until then and then he stepped up listen i'm just thankful that he uh got that remember all remember all <laughs> and then for and then lost it and otherwise harry might not have been you know on the quidditch team because you know all that stuff so yeah, go true. neville okay i like that good one at number five shantae what do you have? What's your criteria? My criteria for my list mostly are people who stood out to me, and maybe they didn't get. I don't know. Not they didn't always get all the recognition, but also how they stood out to me as someone who had impact, no matter how big or small their their part was. So that's kind of what I'm picking. I, as I talked about a little bit before, my list has kind of been morphing a little bit. But at number five for me has to be Kingsley Shacklebolt. Oh. And Kevin mentioned our our uh, kickball team, the Muggle Ward Order, and in that we would always have these jerseys. And my jersey name was Queensley after Kingsley Shacklebolt. Okay. Nice. Yes. I recognize. <laughs> um, he's also new. He was part of the Order of the Phoenix. Um, yep. He also was a spy mm-hmm. in the ministry, so he's in there giving them information. Um he protected Harry. He became the minister for magic after everything. I mean, he's a badass, and I don't think most people remember him or think about him. And yeah, well, I think he's awesome. I I like his one liner where he's like, it's talking about Albus when he escapes, and he's like, "Well, he's, he's got, got style." style. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I do like King Lee. I also great. love his whole thing with the Sirius storyline when mm-hmm. he's he's like in charge of tracking down Sirius. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, yeah, sure, we'll, we'll find him. And I think if you if giving credit to Snake for being a double agent for so long, Kingsley was also a double agent yeah, for absolutely. quite some time, and you got to give him that credit for oh. that. Yeah, it, but but I like the fact that unlike Snape, Kingsley didn't have to be an asshole to anybody. That's, That's true. true. But on top of that, like he's in he's embedded in the ministry, like as a high ranking dude. Yeah. Yep. Working for the order the whole the time. The whole time. Yep. The whole time. I have Kingsley on my list too. He's mm-hmm. a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. But uh I, I respect it. I respect it a lot. And he's one of the few brothers. <laughs> yes. There's not a lot of brothers. <laughs> not a lot. not too many. That's but another reason why I was like, well, Kingsley's awesome 
And we got a lot in common. <laughs> 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 so I'll be Queensley. There yeah. we go. Listen, him working as an R, it was it was, it was great. It was yeah. great. It was yeah. great. And like you say, he becomes a, the minister minister of magic mm-hmm. until mm-hmm. he retires, and he appoints. Harry and I mean he even gives Ron a job you know sometimes you can eat that hookup <laughs> it is how the world works too. Yes. Yes. it's who you know it's who you know absolutely that's a good one I like Kingsley there Aaron what is your criteria for this thing I went with the characters uh, that gave me a, an emotional reaction of some kind mm-hmm. there was something about reading about this character whether it was you know, if I hated them or if I, you know, cared about them enough or, or if they made me think in ways that I normally don't think of, especially in these character molds. You're reading a young teen, you know, like, book and there's a love story in, involved in this. And I'm not a big love story kind of guy, but, you know, there's that. So, like, you, if it gave me a connection to the character that I wasn't expecting, that was part of it, but um, something about emotions. Okay. So, in my five spot, I went with Snape. Uh, okay. Trash. So he's an emotional person. Trash. Interesting. So he, I don't think he's trash. <clears throat> we've talked a lot about him being a double agent and how difficult that would have been. Um, but my favorite chapters in the entire book, and I'm not a love story guy, is him and Lily's love story. I think it's probably okay. one of the most well-written chapters in the whole series. I, there's just something about being in the Pensieve and just seeing his experiences with all this, you know, the getting bullied early on by that, but still having this, this love and all of that stuff. So I just, he's not, you know, he's not high up on my list, but I definitely think he's a top five character for importance. And you, you got huge growth in that one chapter about what he really was. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or revealed yeah. his or growth. Or revealed yeah. his right. growth. Yes. He was a jerk. He was a jerk. Sure. He was a jerk. Yep. He's but an it, antisocial person. Yeah, but I but I do like him, and I feel that he is definitely a top five character. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. yeah, and I do feel like he. I mean, you. I feel like people kind of forget how skillful you have to be to fool someone like Voldemort, someone who you know can see if someone is lying, someone who is able to penetrate people's thoughts. The fact that he successfully fooled this wizard that everyone else was afraid of into trusting him i think you have to you have to bow down to the skills there Absolutely. yeah he was an asshole <laughs> he was a jerk to those kids he didn't have to be but he was and and i some of it you can say okay he was hurting but not all of it and my biggest issue with snape has always been that he didn't turn on Voldemort because he didn't agree with him. He turned on him only for he, Lily. Yeah. If Voldemort had never gone after Lily, he probably still would have been a full-fledged death either. You know what I mean? So Not probably. Yeah. He would have been. Yeah. He definitely would have been. So that for me has always been the kind of stick in my side that like he didn't go, nah, this is wrong. And he's going after Lily. He was like, he's going after Lily. Okay, now I'm not on your team, you know? And loyalty is great, but also you need to recognize that someone is like murdering people and is a despo. And like, that should be the reason why you're like, yeah, I'm not going to be on your team. I have even, you said a love, you're here for a love story. No, I was no 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 no. no, no. What? That wasn't a love story. He's stalking her. Oh, I guess there was an I, obsession. There was an obsession. She had made, okay. she had made a decision. He, on, he turned his patronus into her patronus. That's yes, true. that this is there's yeah. an obsession there. I, I don't when I read that I don't see love. I see obsession. I see we're seeing in his pensive thoughts from his side, which is I understand are definitely emotional for him. But everything I'm seeing is a dude that's like. 
much. There, yeah, but there's a difference to me between he he was friends with her early on, and they did have a real yes. friendship yes. early yes. on, right? right? He fell in love with her, and she didn't. Did not reciprocate. And that happens in real life. That right. doesn't yes. necessarily mean that his feelings are invalidated because in real life you can They're be not, in love with dude, someone who's not dude in love wasn't with sitting you. in a tree outside her yeah, house with would, binoculars like yeah. he, he but he still felt a love but for her was he not though was he not though here's he my, turned his patronus into the same as hers was he well, not yeah, once, yeah. once once she died so, tonks did once the same she thing died? was it once she died was or was it before? love there Right, yeah. but the love the love was why. Like regardless of whether or not it was mutual, the love was there. That's why it I, happened. Well, here's, I, here's what I will say in response to that. Yeah, she didn't feel the same way for him. The love was there. The reason why was because he was awful to her. Like they were friends before yeah. they yes. went to school and she thought he was still her friend. He's trying to impress these Death Eaters mofos and he turns on her. Yeah. So like he kind of he didn't he disrespected that love and those feelings and so why should she have feelings for him or or overlook something like that but on more than that is that okay you have feelings for me i don't have feelings for you i have no obligation to you Mm -hmm. to to your feelings those are your feelings hun Mm -hmm. if you have feelings for me and i don't sorry maybe we can still be friends but i have no obligation just because you feel this way and and i think that is something that needs to actually be made clear and addressed in a lot of different media and stuff that like, yeah, just because you have feelings for someone doesn't mean they have any obligation toward you at all. I, I That's fantastic. That's absolutely <laughs> accurate. I just, I didn't see it as, as him. Like I, I just saw it as his love for her being expressed. That uh, was what it was. But I also, I'm not, see, I'm not coming for no, your no, pick. No, 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 I'm agreeing with you. I'm actually agreeing with you. No, I was I was agreeing with you guys. Like you guys made some very very valid points about uh, about why you would yeah. disagree with right. him being there. I was just talking about how like he did have this love for her, right. and I thought it was actually beautifully written right. about that. But the I also reveal of it, yeah. I, the real deal was good. I didn't see him outside in a tree, you know, <laughs> doing doing inappropriate things. The only the only but, moment. Okay, those of you who aren't here. Aaron did a gesture. When he <laughs> said that. I, I did. Yeah. The only moment with that that I would say that not a lot of people talk about is that he specifically asked Dumbledore to save her. Right. Not, not her James. Not family. The rest of not James, not here. Just, Just her. her. And then yeah. Dumbledore gets actually mad and then it, it tumbles yeah. from right. there. And that moment. And he, I yeah. feel like not he cool. took that on Harry for the, the, the rest of the like, why are you alive and not her? Correct. Yep. I, I would agree with that. And, and she gave her life to save her child. Right. And yeah. he's mad he's about mad it. He's mad about it. Mm-hmm. Right? Listen, so. You need you have dark characters in this right. world. He's a very twisted right. character. I love yeah. that fact that he's yeah, so multifaceted, he's, but we gotta call yeah. it out though. No, absolutely. And, and, You're one hundred percent correct. And, he is but that's why I love his character because he's so flawed. Even, flawed. He's incredibly flawed. I think you're right. I think I wanna give I do wanna give him uh props for one thing. Um the fact that he's able to create his spells while he's like a six year yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's dope right yep. that is so dope yeah. like so I, I i have to give him as a wizard dude is top notch mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. his obsession yeah. with the dark arts scary yeah. Well, yeah too much his obsession with lily scary, scary. he's an obsessive and now yeah. now but I, I i i think he i'm with you i yeah. understand why he's on the list a yeah. lot of people love him 
A lot of people yeah. love him. I, but, I'm but not going to go name my kid Severus. <laughs> you know? No, because right. Harry Potter did. <laughs> no, I, no, but I just wanted I, to make I sure like it was known. Conflicted. No, and I you yeah. brought up some yeah. fantastic yeah. points that and you know the I don't normally think about. think about his conflict, yeah. it's all self-loathing. Yeah, yeah, like, and that's the saddest part. I think. I yeah. will also say he is on my list as well, yeah. just okay. a little higher. That, but that's that's where yeah. I'm at on him. And no, that's, no, no, no. That's He's, why. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to clarify what I was talking about. <laughs> like, yes, it's a very you know direct love. Like he loved this woman. He's conflicted in a lot of. He's just a conflicted character, but he's yeah. important. Mm-hmm. Fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Aaron. I, I see you with Snape at, at five. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. For me, my criteria. I went with. Characters that I like. Wow, she would groundbreaking. Shocking. It, it's it's weird. It's almost like you inherited that from your mother. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's something you probably were born with. Well, yeah. listen, um, it's something that you just have to develop inside of you, and sometimes For nine it, months goes by familial <laughs> bonds. Mm-hmm. And so, just like my mother, I also like to go with the characters that I like. Okay, because mm-hmm. this is my top five list. And you plagiarize. Okay. Uh, they, this is my mother, so she let me borrow it. <laughs> and for I'm number sure five, schools don't feel that way. Uh, you know, it's we're not in school. We're on this podcast. <laughs> for me, at number five, I have Dementors. Okay, all right. Dementors as a collective, mm-hmm. the um, mm-hmm. the umbrella, the umbrella. <laughs> the umbrella. All of the, I'm going all, all of them. Of oh, or is there a specific Dementor? Reggie, that Reggie the Dementor. Reggie the Dementor. I knew you loved Reggie. I knew it. Yeah. No, the Dementors as a whole. So the reason I have the Dementors on this list of top five characters in Harry Potter is because they do not speak. They don't. Mm-hmm. They are literally usually in one place. Mm-hmm. Yet they bring so much gravity to the series mm-hmm. and they bring so much growth to Harry from just their utter presence and terror mm-hmm. yes mm-hmm. but like for instance when he thinks first off my guy harry's an idiot when he thought that he saw his dad across yeah. the water it's like come on harry. <laughs> come on harry harry you know harry needs an iep his damn self <laughs> if we're gonna talk he, he about definitely it. has his moments <laughs> so when so in the th- uh, third book the third book mm-hmm. um spoiler i don't i don't spoilers have 20 you years should yeah. know about that. No. No. okay so in the third book the Harry sends a, dement, uh, a Patronus, a very strong Patronus, mm-hmm. Stag, to dispel the Dementors because how you get them away. Right. Mm-hmm. To help save a past Harry mm-hmm. from the future. It's a whole thing. And serious. Yep. It's time, a whole time thing. Time travel. Yep. Time travel yes. You know. You know how time travel goes, guys. No one knows, actually, because it depends <laughs> on what you're looking at, what literature you're looking at, what time travel. Like, and time yet, travel, somehow it always doesn't make sense. It always, yeah. <laughs> it always doesn't make sense. So anyway, so using a time turner, he sends a Patronus. And when he sends the Patronus, Harry's like, I think that was my dad. I saw Your my dad's dad. been I saw dead him. for 13 yeah. years. How old are you, Harry? Yeah. That's how long he's been dead. Yeah. yeah. So you think that was your dad that sent that thing? Anyway, so the Dementors are a beings, beings, beings I guess, yeah, beings. that don't speak. And they give you the Dementors kiss, mm-hmm. which sucks the soul out of right you. Right out of you, yep. yep. And I, I think you're like just like in a vegetative state. Yeah. Yep. And it, so it more or less, yeah. Yeah. So the doesn't fact that it kill doesn't you, even kill you part. it's just and then they feed off your emotions and make you just gloom and doom and just feel terrible. And that's where they get to guard their presence. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. what I'm talking about. That's how they about. use their presence. Like 
That's, that, that's the bleakest <laughs> commentary on prisons that you can have. Yeah. Right. Awesome. And yeah. that's why I that's why I just I just love the mentors mm-hmm. as a concept, as a character. And then when they show up, when they show up in uh in the sixth book, I believe, fifth book. Which one? When they show up in a uh, pivot drive or over oh, in, that's oh, yeah. the fifth fifth. book. In yep. the fifth book and then Harry and they and Dudley, Dudley. have to like yep. escape from them. And I'm like, what are the minors doing here? That's yeah. exactly what I said when I read that. What are the minors doing here? Doing oh, even better, they go after Dudley, which, yeah, yeah you're almost cheering <laughs> yeah. them on. No, they don't usually get human flesh. Yeah. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's not, there's not much happiness to suck there. Mm-hmm. But it's all right. I, like, that's why I think that the mentors are a, I would like to see a bit of literature about the Dementor. It doesn't have to be like a full book. Well, like, it's, if you go to Pottermore, there is like a little more background about it. And I don't remember everything. But basically, they they were creatures that were once one thing and then became another. And they lived on that island where Azkaban is. And they decided to build a prison there. <laughs> they already lived there? Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's I mean, when I read it, I was like, wow, that's really interesting. I can't remember all the details. I kind of want to pull it up and be like, let me read it to you. But um, there is a lot there that, you know, JK kind of fleshed out afters and and because you always think like how do you make more Dementors? How do right. They, yeah. How do they? they well, we know they breed because mm-hmm. they talk about really that in the later them. books. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Dementors. I mean, I don't know how you guys feel about Dementors. Listen, it just gives me an excuse to eat chocolate. So just come home. Aaron's just, got chocolate all over his face. The Dementors. The Dementors were here. <laughs> You know, I think I think that the mentors actually play a lot into Jackie's criteria because she talked about things that helped Harry's growth. Right, that's because true. the work that Lupin does with him mm-hmm. to get him ready to fight these guys forever, and then you see them virtually through the rest of the series, right. yeah, right. multiple times, yeah, as just the guys that are there that are there to ruin shit, and you know that means you're in bad shape, yeah, and then the fact that they like join Voldemort. See, that's the thing about dementors that for me as i was reading books i was like what are their motivations because like yeah how do you control a dementor you don't you well, don't so what why would i choose one side over the other i i don't necessarily think that they chose his side i think he gave them freedom the ministry controlled them they didn't let them breed they had gave them very yeah, specific i think she says jobs. something specifically yeah about they, that. they they he they basically control them entirely uh, versus voldemort's like go feed go, go have it. fun because yeah. they talk about how even the muggle world has gotten more grave and mm-hmm. sad and people are are upset because they feed on that fear and they, yeah. they pull that out of them so you get the chocolate and yeah, listen, the uh, no I, I love the i mean there it is a great choice at five i like i can see how you could put them on there because they were a pivotal plot point in a mm-hmm. lot of different areas of the books like they're you know they're to me they're like a caution sign that means if yeah. you're like walking away and there was a dementor there you're like up oh, turn around oh, yeah. can't, yeah. Go can't go that way can't go that way why am i shivering okay rule number two yeah. is cardio yeah. guys yeah. <laughs> cardio yeah, yeah. It's true. Oh, yeah, so I like I mean, I I like the spot for them. Yeah. That's good. That's a good pick. I think they're interesting. Sometimes they seemed feel felt a little convenient for me too, but I mean, I guess that's yeah. why she created them so she'd be like, "Oh, well." Oh, it's like the mentor. Slide the mentor. Oh, there. you thought everything was going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. Here comes the mentor. Here's the mentor. Yeah. It's Reggie. <laughs> it's it's Reggie's Reggie. Here again. Reggie the mentor. Jackie. What do you have at number 4? 
All right. So I don't think anybody's going to be surprised that this person made my list. My number four is Hagrid. Yeah. I was actually going to yeah. say, when you started saying no one would be surprised, I was going to say Hagrid. Hagrid. Yeah. Hagrid. Yeah. But he is a very important part of the books and he is a very important character to Harry. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I think you see him for the first time carrying baby Harry. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, he's carrying Harry's dead body. Mm-hmm. And so you have that kind of full circle thing. And throughout the books, unlike some of the other characters, he's not so much a parental or authority figure to Harry. He's more of kind of a confidant. And he's someone that Harry trusts implicitly, but that it, it's more equal giving back and forth because they also help Hagrid out of scrapes, right? Like Hagrid gets them into trouble as much as he helps them out of it. I think more so. More so, yeah. (laughs) So so it's almost more of an equal footing, which is interesting dichotomy with an adult versus uh, Harry. A child. Yes. Child is the word you're looking for. Um, But ultimately, Hagrid's loyalty always lies. Unwavering. Dumbledore yes. and Harry. Right. Like, 100% Dumbledore and Harry. There's no questions there. Here's my question. I, 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 you like how I did that. If he had to choose between Dumbledore or Harry. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Wow. Dumbledore for sure. Dumbledore for sure. Dumbledore is the one that's believed in him the longest. This is and true. he yeah. loves Harry. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, I'm his, his loyalty to Dumbledore is first. The only disagreement I have with that is I think if Her- if Hagrid knew that Dumbledore's plan was to, quote unquote, sacrifice Harry in the same way that Snape did, right, without knowing any of the rest of it, without knowing what the ultimate plan was, just same level of, of knowledge as Snape had, if, he, if Hagrid knew that Dumbledore's plan was to sacrifice Harry, I don't think he would have gone on along. Hmm. I see that. Uh if Dumbledore made a compelling argument, though, on why this was necessary, you don't. But think he would... wasn't going. He was never he... going to do that. No. He was. It was. Fair. It was. Harry had to do it willingly, so no one could know. Fair. Right. So. So yes, I think Dumbledore was his number one. But I also think that helped show Harry true loyalty in a way that he hadn't seen in his life. Fair. I'll give you. I'll give you that. To be fair, though, Harry was only like seventeen, so. Yeah, he hadn't he hadn't lived a lot of life. But but he didn't. You're right. You're right about that. But like for his developmental years, it was very dismal. But especially because he didn't have a family the way that other people have families. He didn't get to see good relationships when he was growing up. He he came in at eleven, way far developmentally back from everyone else. So I think Hagrid was a really good, um, almost for lack of a better word, kind of big brother. Yeah. You mentioned him getting them into more scrapes. Yeah. I don't really know what Hacker really gets them out of as they get older. <laughs> I just know he gets them, like, the Gwarp situation. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Uh, him with the dragon situation well, is a lot. I mean. The hippogriff situation is a lot. But they did, so, from from the stuff that he gets them into, though, the they ra- learn a lot of stuff that they situation. need later on. Hmm? They do learn a lot of stuff that they end up needing later on because but he of the scrapes. That. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Right, but I'm not. I'm not saying that Hagrid was masterminding that. I'm just saying it ended up that actually helped the so them life along. experience. Helped, yeah. Him. Well, 
that's true for most people. I mean, the blast and the screw situation. There's just so many situations. So many things where he oh, just... Oh, the, the dragon egg. Yeah, oh, that's, yeah. yeah we, we mentioned the, the dragon egg. We the, said the dragon The arachnid yeah. situation. Yeah. There's just so many situations that... Fluffy. Oh, fluffy. Yeah. So, fluffy. Listen, okay, so I, I, I'm not disagreeing with Hagrid being on the list. I just thought about that one comment you made, and Hagrid got them in quite a bit of trouble. He did. He did. <laughs> he did. Yep. Yeah. And it, they get him out a lot of scrapes. So good by them on helping yeah, Hagrid out. That helped him. Because Hagrid would have been sacked a long time their, ago. Oh, yeah. Skills. I don't know. I think Dumbledore was definitely protecting Hagrid, and maybe because oh, he yeah. had some sort of insight about what Hagrid had to bring later. But Hagrid should have been fired long before <laughs> Harry got to Hogwarts, and yet somehow he was still there. So. And teacher unions, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, I think Dumbledore kept him around because he knew he got screwed over by Tom Riddle. Yeah, yeah, I think that like was a guilt. Too, yeah, that wasn't the main reason. He's like, I should have done more to get you out of that. Okay, fine. Here's a job. I'll have more to say about him in a minute. Oh, okay. boy. Yeah. Okay. We'll hack her a little bit later. All right. Shete. All right. Who do you have at number four? Hold on. Let me look. Who do I have at number four? I kind of did some shuffling because as I thought some things through. So at number four for me, I have Molly Weasley. Okay. And so going back to someone who did a lot in the books that, you know, people sometimes forget about, I think a lot of people see Molly as like, she's Ron's mom, she makes food, they go to the borough, but like, you don't realize that she was very much involved in the fight from jump. She was in the original Order of the Phoenix, two, she lost two brothers to that fight, she protected those children, she defeated Bellatrix Lestrange single-handedly. I mean, she, and on and on top of that, she was that person that gave that motherly love to Harry, the love that he, he didn't had. get a chance to he have. So I think, and then thinking about the fact that she raised a huge family and all of them, even Percy, ended up <laughs> being very impactful wizards in the wizarding world, not just in their family, in the wizarding world. So I think she she deserves that credit for that. Not all of them. <laughs> he was impactful whether or not you like him oh i wasn't i wasn't gonna She's say like, ron no you're gonna say bill fred's dead, fred's oh. dead. Yeah, fred. no, dead. how did fred die he's out there fighting that good war. fighting that good fight yeah. fighting that war and, and that's impactful yeah i was gonna the say that owner of weasley's wizarding did you just tell me that the man of a the owner yeah. of a joke shop is very important listen if he's making the freaking hey, coins during well, the depression made, caused by the death eaters their business was the only one that stood yeah just gonna put that they, in. Yeah, they also they made all the weapons for the ministry or the the yeah, defenses they, listen, for the ministry hey, listen they were doing they were, Molly was the first Rosie the Riveter <laughs> in the Wizarding War. She was out there putting in that work. Yes, yeah. I I actually have Molly as an honorable mention because we're only doing five characters. Mm-hmm. But Molly, before before we did the show, we did a a Weasley ranking. We did, and we did Molly I think topped yeah. all of our lists. Yes, yes. She did. absolutely. Yes, she did. Molly deserves everyone's respect mm-hmm. always right, she's, yes. she's got the the darkest language in the whole book when she tells uh, <laughs> not, not my, my daughter, daughter you bitch, bitch. Mm-hmm. you know so i remember was, reading yeah. that at 2 a.m because i couldn't put the seventh book down and going oh, how could she <laughs> <laughs> molly molly is just she's just she's the quintessential working mom mm-hmm. yep. even though she doesn't have a job right she's a housewife but she's always putting in that work for the ministry on like that covert level, mm-hmm. 
And like you said, her family's been in this war. She's Rosie the Riveter. Well, and I was going to say that the moment when she uh, she's, I think it's in Order of the Phoenix when they're cleaning out the, the house and like she gets stuck in there with a bogger and it's, you know, it's her family dead and like everyone like you really do feel this emotional connection to her in that scene and then that moment like, holy crap, this is what everyone really means to her. It's just, she's, right. she's a wonderful character. Yeah. yeah. Her greatest fear is losing the people she mm-hmm. loves. Like yeah. most people aren't that selfless. Yeah. And in the seventh book, she deals with the fact that literally everyone in her family is a target. Mm-hmm. Literally every single one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> On top of the grief of losing a son. Yeah. Could you and then she still kicked Bellatrix. Could you imagine that. looking at like a, a most, a number a undesirable is you're like husband. <laughs> Son. Yeah. Daughter. Daughter. Son. Son. A daughter in law. A adopted son. My adopted son's the number one. It's your daughter in law. Oh, that's everybody. That's everybody. Hey, is that my next door neighbor? That's the Matt. Yeah. Oh, they showed up at the house. Oh, that's right. They showed up at Oh, yeah. They did show up at the house. Like, it's too much. It's a lot. The clock that just shows all of them in mortal peril. It's all the time. It's all the time. Molly. Shout! Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's an honorable mention, but she's awesome. Yeah, Aaron, who do you have in number four? Uh, number four, I went with uh, Mister Sirius Black. Mm. Okay. So my reasoning there, the connection there, um, the emotion that I gathered from him—he wasn't in the picture long enough to be higher on the list. Um, but he was like, yes, there was Lupin that was entered into the picture in the same book, but like. Harry had this real, real connection to a father-like figure. You know, it, unfortunately, Sirius didn't necessarily see him as the son role. He saw him as the best friend role. But I really liked how that played off of each other, where Sirius thought of Harry more as James, the best friend, but Harry looked at him at, at dad, and it just gave me emotional feels. And then when in the moment where he is killed, you feel Harry lose this thing again. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that family. I think, I have Sirius on my list, he's higher, but Me too. my thing about, well, I don't think he saw Harry as a friend. I think, you know, James was his best yeah. friend. James, well, of course. I think we can say, literally saved his life. Yes. And so when he sees Harry, who looks so much like James, mm-hmm. he goes back to the glory days, and like, it's that, that grief he didn't really get to feel and not letting go. And so he sees so much of James in Harry. Um, But I do feel like that relationship had to make him grow up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I love Sirius. I'll talk more about that later, but I don't think he saw, I think he wanted to be, you know, my best friend, but I think he started to realize, you know, this isn't my friend James. This is his son Harry, and and so that de- that development in um, the Order of the Phoenix, I really liked watching. I I think reading. that I think that I I think maybe it sticks in my head as he he didn't have all of that growth quite yet. Is he? I, it's either the book or the movie or both. He literally says James as yeah. he's hit. Yeah, you know? he does. Right. And again, you're you're right. He is definitely growing into that father role at that mm-hmm. point. You know the hey. You know, if you want to, would you want to come live with me? That right. kind of stuff like that. And I think that that's definitely things I'm touching on. But he, you know, he still had that, like, James, you know, yeah. Harry was well, James. Saying, he yeah. sees a lot of James yeah. in Harry. And yes. so I think that not being able to have that separation between them 
is you know a man is part of his grieving process that he didn't get to do because he was stuck in Azkaban all that time. Yes. And that's what I was going to say. Fair. You got to remember those years in Azkaban because yeah, he true. was in Azkaban for over ten years. Right. That's going to mess up your whole your thought process. process because right. of Kevin's you know the mentors, the mentors, mentors, man. mentors. Don't, don't yeah. mess with your head. Yep. Um, I have a, I have a lot to say about Sirius. Mm-hmm. Um, I have him much higher for me. Yep, me too as well. Um, so I I'm going I'm going to get into it. But one yeah. thing I do want to say is to touch on the Azkaban thing is that not only is he an Azkaban, he has been blamed for the murder of his best yeah. friend. His yeah. best friend. Yep. And so and has the burden of knowing who was the real killer when yes. no one else does. So yeah. that that is what's tough. Yeah. And, I, and I see why you have yeah. him at four yeah. for well, those reasons. Well, it's, but it's, it's based on my criteria of how right. you know, the emotional feels. And I, he, again, you're right. You, if you project out all of those things, he is a much bigger role. But he was in there for such a short amount of time right. in, yeah. you know, in physicality to me that yes, I had, I still had those emotions. It, you know, it, it crushed me when he mm-hmm. died. You know, yeah. but. For me, I had to sit him a little bit lower. Yeah, I, I debated it a lot where where he went on my list. So that's yeah. fair. For me, at number four, I have Kingsley Shacklebolt okay. at four. Okay. The work that he does when he shows up at the borough, and they have that giant one of the, one of the battles mm-hmm. leading up to the Second Wizarding War. It's it's just mind boggling to me. He shows up, he gets in there, and he immediately takes command mm-hmm. oh, yeah. gets the kids out of there does all these things really quickly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you don't know too much about this dude you only know he's a quiet badass mm-hmm. and yeah. people respected and listened to him he yes, didn't have did. to be like this is who I here's my resume they were like when he said it I'm gonna do it mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. and so that's why I have him a little a touch higher than Shantae did mm-hmm. because Kingsley just has a silent presence that meant business. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. he was a true leader. Yep. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and that's why he's a true and from previous podcasts I've talked about before, I'm a big fan of leaders. Right. Yep. And Kingsley, like you said, he's a quiet one. Mm-hmm. He he has he has his plans. I'm sure mm-hmm. there's plans that we don't know about. Right. And that was Dumbledore had told him to do. But the fact that this character you only see him, you see him help get Harry out. He's like with the lead of, of getting Harry out of Pivot Drive. Mm-hmm. He he's the lead in, in the second Wizarding War. He's the lead on the way there. He's with Fudge like half the yeah. time as like yeah. his personal bodyguard. Yep. But in reality he's he's, he's like just getting information. Spy. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like And he's also he's the one who was the liaison to the, the Prime Minister, the the Muggle Prime yes. Minister. Yeah. Yeah. So like what, he's he's like he's high. Everywhere. Yeah. On yeah. purpose because He's in the places he needs to be, and we know very little about this dude at that point. Well, and that's because he's a great speaker. <laughs> he and Tonks were also the first two to join up the new ter- time around because mm-hmm. they weren't part of the original order. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when they started putting out feelers, him and Tonks were the first Ready two to, to be like, mm-hmm. "Let's do this." We're in. Yeah. So that's why I have he's Kingsley. Like, you didn't know I already been doing it. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have Kingsley at four, yeah. a little higher than Shantae. Shantae said a lot of the things I wanted to say about him. Um, but those are the last things I wanted to touch on yeah. for Kingsley Shacklebolt. Jackie, who do you have at number three? So this is where I put Snape. Okay. okay. So this is this is where I put Snape. And um, again, going back to if you're going to touch on Harry's journey, Snape you, was you, you have to talk about Snape. You do. <laughs> yes. I mean, negative, 
negative uh, experiences do shape you. Yes, a hundred percent. And I think the, I think the way that Snape treats him, it it, in some ways inhibits Harry because he's always so. Uh, cautious around Snape that he fails to see what's right in front of his face. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that part of it kind of slows it down. But I think in some ways that was good for the for for Harry overall because had he known about Quirrell earlier on or had he known about some of the other things that were going on, I don't think he would have been prepared to handle it mm-hmm. as well as he was because of everything that happened. Because he's so distracted by Snape. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that ultimately the back and forth with Snape helped him grow, especially in that time when he does the um, the occlumency mm-hmm. lessons yeah. with him. That is such an important part of what happens with the rest of it because it's when he first starts to doubt his version in his head of how things happen. Mm-hmm. He starts to doubt his dad. He starts mm-hmm. to doubt whether or not he's on the right path, whether or not things are actually the way that he has always believed them to be. Mm-hmm. And that feeds into later when he's questioning Dumbledore because he has these doubts and everybody's like, no, 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 it's fine. And he's like, but is it no. though? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that I think that comes from maturity. I think... It's, you know, talking about those lessons that those kind of show our transition from him as a child to him starting to grow into manhood and realizing there are multi multiple sides to people. There isn't just one truth. And I think it's good to show, I guess there is only one truth, but, you know, everyone has their perspective on what uh, events and what happened and especially how people they they basically deified his parents they're like james and lily they were so wonderful and then seeing another perspective no not so good not so much not all yeah. the time and they so they weren't perfect they, they were weren't flawed perfect. as well yeah. james was yeah. james was kind of a he was kind a, of a douche sometimes well, yeah, I, was, I was gonna say he's I mean, done their, another d word yeah. 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 How, how, how many how many teenage boys are oh, not yeah. at some right. point Absolutely. Right? but i yeah. think that also helped him to realize that you know for himself also that pressure of trying to be the perfect chosen one is like it's not possible get over it just get done what needs to get done absolutely yeah i've i've made my so i I do want to make it clear that i don't there are characters worse than snape there are a lot of characters worse than snape Mm -hmm. i also want to make it clear that i don't necessarily disagree with snape being on a top five character Mm -hmm. list Mm -hmm. Um, I say necessarily because he's not on my personal top five list, mm-hmm. but I understand why he is loved to a degree. Mm-hmm. But that's what I wanted to say earlier that the I feel like a lot of people really do believe his love for Lily expunges him, him from everything, everything yep. else that he has done. Mm-hmm. And there that i mean even in the occlumency when he's working with harry he is he despises harry he despises harry absolutely and harry is just a kid right who doesn't really understand Understand. everything that's going on right and he and he has no clue why this dude hates him so much Yeah. yeah yeah But I feel like when he does show, you know, give him the tear so he can go to the pensieve and like look at, I don't think he's doing that to redeem himself, even though people take it that way. I think he's doing that, one, to kind of show Harry more of what's going on. But, but also I think he just, he felt like Harry needed that, that key information about 
all the things he's been doing up to that point. And, and that helps Harry to realize, yeah, he does need to sacrifice himself. Right. I yeah. think without that, Harry's not very bright people. Let's be honest. <laughs> I don't think he would have understood him, like what him, needed him to happen. Him and Ron are in the special needs program. No, no, right. no. Right. No, Harry, Harry is just in the regular class. Yeah. Yeah. He's just yeah. in the regular class. Yeah. Um, Shantae said he needed an IEP earlier. Not, not like Ron. Not yeah. like Ron. I mean, they have different disabilities. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, they both need some help. But I think, you know, all that stuff, especially when it's your last memory and everything, mm-hmm. you can't really control all the things that go in there. So yeah. his, his his strongest emotions are tied to Lily, so that was in there. But I do feel he was just trying to give Harry that and information. And I don't disagree with that. I don't yeah, disagree with that at was. all. I just, I'm just saying that like people truly do believe that because he loved Lily... Everything, everything else is forgiven. Everything is forgiven because it was because he loved this chick that didn't love him back, but it was okay to be terrible to to her son. Mm-hmm. The only response I will make to that is that I don't think Snape could have accomplished his mission if he had grown to care for Harry. Oh, that's that's fine, but he's mean to Hermione for no reason. Yeah, he's I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not saying no I'm not saying Snape's right. a good person, but I'm saying specifically about Harry and the fact that he despises them. I don't think he could soften his feelings toward Harry because I don't think he would have been able to maintain the facade. I'll give if you he that. Had. I'll give you that. So that's fine. That's, so he's terrible to Harry. Very good. What's point. his excuse to be for being terrible to Dean Thomas he's and Seamus Finnegan? He's, he's also a dick. Well, he's also he's, he's yeah, also he's, a Slytherin. So I mean, still that. Of course, he's gonna pick on the Gryffindors. That's what that's what I'm getting at. Like he's like he's terrible to kids. Yeah, just in his like. Did you, did you not have that teacher in, in how, any time in your life? But how, he, how he There's treats the one of those, right? The, the creepy are just unassuming boys. Yeah. And, and the, his Why are you going to talk about my number one like that? <laughs> I, I, I want to go back to... If you have Colin Creepy in there. I have the little brother. And no, I'd be kicked <laughs> off this podcast. Yeah. Come on now. But going back to the... You know, his own self-loathing. I feel like when he sees boys like the Creevies or something, they're easy targets because of his own inadequacies in himself. And so he, he kind of takes it out on, on them. What yes. have the Weasleys Which is not done okay. to him? They just exist. That's Everyone what, hates the Weasleys. But like, that's what I'm saying. Like, what have the Weasleys... Like, that, and that's what I'm getting at. Like, there, there's time after time well, where Snape Well, I feel like there's just, a lot about Snape that is very similar to the Weasleys. The poor, ba- the poor background. backgrounds. Um you know, the way people view the Weasleys, even though they're one of the, the 28, you know, pure blood families, the people still view them as kind of trash and stuff. Yeah. And so I think he sees some of himself in them, too. And that's why he goes after he targets them. It's the self-loathing. Well, and don't forget, Dumbledore had told Snape originally he's not gone. Voldemort's not gone. Right. So understand that this may be coming back around. We're saving Harry for later because he's coming back. And. When Snape ultimately goes back, one of the reasons why he's so horrified is because he's not sure that he's played it right. He could go back and get killed. Mm -hmm. So I think part of it is also almost playing it up, right? He had to be the same person that he was before. And that is how the people in his group would have expected him to act. I was going to say, and also James and that crew helped shape him into what he was so of course he's not gonna you know respect and be you know he was treated like absolute mud he feels like mud so he's going to then in a position in power 
turn that on the not his mm-hmm. Slytherins, but you know the mm-hmm. other three houses for so, sure. So we're just saying like that's okay though. No, 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 no. not excusing okay. it. Yeah. Just that, saying, no, but we're talking about my problem, right? Yeah, yeah. No. like oh. for Kevin, the motivations do, yeah. don't matter. The fact okay. that it happens matters. Mm-hmm. And and uh, correct, correct. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just that; it's the fact that the love that outpours for him mm-hmm. as a character he doesn't and now is deserved. Alan Rickman is fantastic. Yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> like, we're separating. Yeah. Those, those aren't yeah. the same people. Yeah. Correct. Right. He also had a lot more knowledge of what was going to happen. Like, she yeah. literally told him Snape's ending. Right, right, right. right. No, right. I'm saying he was great. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, the character. And, and that's what it is. Because you're, you're right. I understand why. Especially when you, when you see uh, them using his... He's making spells mm-hmm. to use against them because they're tormenting him so much. Mm-hmm. I, I get the motivations but Harry didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Ron did nothing to you. Neither did, I mean, the Weasleys did, but they're like jokesters. Right. You know what I'm saying? They did it to everybody. Yeah, they did it to everybody. You're, you're, you hating Sirius? With it. Mm-hmm. I understand. Right. But everyone else, not okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, his behavior was okay, for the, sure. The disrespect he gives to Molly. We talked about, we revere yeah. Molly. Yes. Right. I didn't know this, this podcast is a Molly Weasley podcast. Yes. <laughs> we might be changing the name later. Just <laughs> exactly. So, <laughs> so for, for him to disrespect Molly that way, not okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still an important character. Fair. Yes. Shante, what is your number three? My number three is... The woman we all love to hate, Bellatrix Lestrange. Ooh, that's my number three, too. <laughs> Let's go. Shoot, I okay. just want to switch mine back in now. <laughs> Let's talk oh. about Bellatrix. First of all, I think an argument can be made that Bellatrix Lestrange is scarier than Voldemort. Facts. I think another 100%. argument can be made that Bellatrix was changed. Probably should have killed Voldemort and taken that shit over her damn self. <laughs> yep. And Harry Potter and them bitches would all be dead. Yeah. But the reason why I love her so much is because she's so damn evil. Yeah. She's so evil. We're sitting here talking about Snape and how he might have redemption. Bellatrix has no redemption and she don't care and will not apologize for it. And on top of all of that, she is a freaking genius. She is one of the most powerful magic users in the Harry Potter universe. Like, she got her damn self out of asking about, like, I don't know. Bellatrix is just awesome. When, She's the most evilest evil of evil and ever when for I, it. When I think of Bellatrix Lestrange, I think of a person that's probably sitting in Azkaban and as everybody's feeding the Dementors with their happy thoughts. She's like, they ain't no happy thoughts here, motherfuckers. Yeah, just <laughs> chilling. <there. laughs> yeah. Just biding my yeah, time. She's enjoying the extra power she's gaining from them being around <laughs> yes. her. Yes. yes. And the yeah. fact that she is so openly evil. Yes. Evil. Openly evil and doesn't try to hide it at all. Bigoted. Uh, <laughs> evil, like. Terrible no as a person. Redeeming qualities. Character. Mwah. Oh, so <laughs> good. Love it. And oh my God, the torture to Hermione. <laughs> I remember reading that part going, dang, Bellatrix. And, and she, dang, is Hermione going to die? Like you just said, though. And then she relishes every yes, single moment. She is, she is worse as a, as a villain than Umbridge. Yes. Yeah. Yet, and it's only because Umbridge pretends like she doesn't love it. Mm-hmm. Bellatrix yeah. bathes like, in mm-hmm. it. She's like, yes. Fresh yes. bread, bitches. The only thing that takes away from, for me, is that in the seventh book she's so terrified of Voldemort, and it doesn't it doesn't track for me. Like I, it's because Voldemort's starting to get desperate, and he's starting to get because I feel like before she thought that she 
I think she had more, she thought she had more juice than it was start turning out to be. Um, I also think she was in love with Voldemort. I think she oh, yeah, a hundred percent. But then when he started losing horcruxes and starting to, and like starting to lose patience with everyone, including her, she started realizing, oh shit, I'm not as safe as I thought I was. And so, you know, he started getting desperate. You know what happens with a desperate animal? They start lashing out. So yeah. I was going to say that, uh, I have some, uh, some issues with like the movies themselves because you know you you have 500 page books like it's right. it, you're gonna be right. losing some stuff right but the casting of helena oh Bonham my Carter, God. oh yeah fantastic Fan, freaking fantastic yep. you cannot and get, the like, way she played, it, she played I, it i'm like that's what i thought she looked yeah. like yeah. too another yes. typecast person but yes. it works <laughs> her and johnny depp they kind of but this is but she i feel like she's a lot more she versatile than, than johnny depp and she role. definitely and, embodied uh, that she role. the scene where you know um the prison is going down and she comes out and she's screaming just like that yeah. hair and yep. everything yes. oh man it was perfect casting so. and i also love the fact that she's evil and you know usually when you think evil you think ugly and disgusting but she was she's beautiful. beautiful she's yeah. beautiful and she's yeah. like yeah. oh i look good and i'll kill your ass you know <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. like i love that you know they're stepping away from like oh good is beautiful and bad is ugly she's like no i am gorgeous and i'm also terrible 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 evil person and I, I love the fact that she sees narcissa as like weak like yeah. that she's like listen we're bad mm-hmm. she yeah. like looks at narcissa and says we're bad people. Yeah. Okay. I don't understand why you haven't understood this yet. <laughs> yep. Okay. Yeah. Lucius is your husband. We're terrible. F all the all the yes. other people. Yes. Well, she's also like Snape is sus. What the hell, man? <laughs> yes. Snape is yes. sus. She's the only one who was like, nah, nah, dude, yeah. nah, not Snape. And everyone's like, no. Oh, she's like, no, my, listen, no, listen, he ain't. Listen. Like if they had listened, like I said, she should have just taken it over. He, he, she said, how many how many years did he spend in Azkaban? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, he wasn't riding with us. Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't riding. Yeah. Okay. He wasn't there. He wasn't there. And then that's why. And how did he escape that? Because everyone knew he was one of us. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. And no one listened to her. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm a little mad I took her out of this slot. Yeah, you should have left her in, boy. It happens. happens It's the best of us. She's always been one of my favorite characters. I'm like, you know, I, I feel like people resist liking the bad characters but like you don't have a story without the villain oh, yeah absolutely. oh absolutely. And i think she is just when she was she she's was really pure well evil f- versus snape's like i don't know mm, yeah. really you know wishy-washy but you, yeah right. she was also really well fleshed out for a side character yes mm-hmm. yes right well i mean what she put neville's parents into the oh, freaking yes. loony yep. bin oh, yes. she yeah. killed her cousin kills her yep. cousin yep. and yeah. then started singing and then celebrating about it. like mm. yeah and that was the only, I, I would have put her on my list, but she didn't quite fit the criteria because yeah. the only real way she impacted Harry was killing Sirius. And I just couldn't weight that enough. To, I feel like she had her hands in enough of so many things that impacted yeah. Harry that he didn't even know about. Uh, True, I, oh yeah, but that that's what I mean is it wasn't accurate, a direct yeah. connection. Yeah. So. Aaron, you didn't have Bellatrix at three. No. Who she, did you have at three? I went with Hagrid at three. Okay. And... Okay. You know, it was very, very close to where you had him. Um, just to touch on him one more time, um, we talked about he, he's kind of a, you know, he's a he's an oaf, and he got them into a lot of trouble, but they, they grew from it. But he was the one character, as we were getting into book seven, where I was like, if J.K. kills this dude, 
I'm a freaking loser. Like, there <laughs> Table was just, flip. There was, there was just, you know, he's he's your Lenny. He's your, you know, he's your, in a way, like, not that bad, but, you know, he's that character and you just feel for him and care for mm-hmm. him so much. Um, that was why I had him, you know, this high on my list. And, yeah. and just that emotional connection you have to him throughout all of the things that you told me, you know, he's the one that brings Harry in, you know, if, he's the one who if, tells Harry that he's a wizard. If he's, you had, if you had, if she had killed him, I would have not been happy. So no. I probably would have thrown the book. But yeah. you'd be like, I know. I would have picked it up. I, I would have picked it up. But my book would have not been in pristine condition. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's my. I like the Hagrid. Extra. I like Hagrid. Yeah, yeah I, I like Hagrid. Nice yeah. I think why Hagrid didn't make my top five is just he's very one-dimensional. Like, oh, yeah. I think he's one of the few characters in the book that didn't really grow a lot. True. He kind of stayed constant. And, you know, I feel like that's something Harry needed, but for me, I need a little bit more. Oh, I totally I totally get it. But, again, he was the one character, like, you know, they killed off some other ones that I really, really liked, and I got it. But if they had killed Hagrid, I would have <laughs> like, been so mad. No. Well, I also feel like his lack of character development fit his character. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just, you know, you, you have these people who progress through life and then you have these people who are just kind of stuck in their rut and they live their life and they never kind of veer from that. My and only that- disagreement to that is that he's such a happy character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, it's not, not like so it's not a rut. It's yeah, it's a, not a rut. It's a lane. You can be content in a <laughs> rut. Stayed in content. his lane. Do he's you, not content. He's happy. Do you think that he would have grown had he not gotten kicked out of Hogwarts? I mean, or was he oh, just he's stuck? He's a, he's a, he's a trash kicked. wizard. Yeah. He was he's a trash kicked wizard. Out of Hogwarts oh, of course. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, he's a trash just, wizard. Oh yeah, he was never going to be great, but no. you know, but I, I, he but he found his niche. You know, well that was I don't even know if it was a niche. It was a thing that he always loved. For, I guess yeah. he was forced which, into. Which is why I was saying like yeah. he's not content. He's very happy being the, yeah. the character, being yeah. the game master. Right. Yeah. He yeah. loves that role. Yeah. Speaking of, I would just say something about not being a game master, but how is there a forbidden forest? Yet you send kids in there for punishment. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's where they go to get punished. I don't and understand. Maybe die. And so, maybe die. So we actually watched the first movie recently, and Draco's response of "We're not allowed in there" yes. was so visceral. <laughs> like, and, and, well. and and for punishment, we're sitting in there at night. Yeah, we're well, yeah. not allowed to be yeah. in there at all. And then Hagrid yeah. has them With split Hagrid up. And, yes. And a but cowardly he gets, dog. He gets yeah. banged. Go <laughs> wander off into the dark. You'll be okay. And, and this is place is forbidden. Well, and, and has them split up after saying, nothing in here will bother you when I'm with you. And then go, <laughs> and then so you have to go, go over there. Over there. Go over there. You have to go over there. That, that, that's just my like, only... Here's your punishment. <laughs> that's my only thing about the Forbidden Forest. But I just yeah. wanted to make sure that I said that aloud. Well, also, why is there a Forbidden Forest on your school grounds? Why was there no fence put I feel up? like that forest was there before Hogwarts. I yeah, but, so but you could have built a fence I did, Do they seem like fence... They, they don't have fence. They have they have the gates. Another location. Yeah, like, so, okay, so speaking of those gates, right? The gates are like in the front of the school grounds, yeah. right? Hogwarts, if you if you ever listen to Hermione, Hogwarts, uh, the history of magic, uh, his, history of magic, Hogwarts story. It, it has multiple things that protect the school and the grounds. Yes. What do we need those gates <laughs> for? They, for decoration. Yes. Ah, uh, decorative, they're, decorative, they're ornate. Because I remember Ornamental. they like fly into the place over the thing, yep. and then they have to like let down the the spells and things. Yeah. Well, Harry also gets locked out of them when he gets left on the train after. Mm-hmm. 
of Draco. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. So like these gates, films. what are these? What are these mm-hmm. gates for? If you have like a magic bubble, if like if it's safer than the NBA bubble, <laughs> what? How do you need? Gates for to to intimidate the kids. Duh. <laughs> Remember, they also need to kind of blend in. So other castles have gates, so they gotta have gates too. Well, except it's unplottable, so like Muggles could never find it. So there you go. So they don't need them gates for that reason. No. Good try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to help you. Yeah. Yeah. I guess not. <laughs> they don't need the gates anyway. These are just thoughts I have about Hogwarts. Kev's random thoughts. I had uh, Bellatrix at three. Yep. Jackie, who do you have at two? Uh, so again, unsurprisingly, Sirius. I also have Sirius at number two. Ooh. ooh. Okay. Yeah. Kev has Sirius at number one. Apparently. Mm-hmm, <laughs> That's mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. I got from that. I actually have met number two now. <laughs> no, I, no, I still have the number one. I still have the number one. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's very important to me. He's so. very important. I feel to the story. I mean, he wasn't in the story very long, but the impact was huge yes mm-hmm. and i feel i mean when he died like i was bawling i was just like no yeah you know and i i mean going back to aaron's point about how he lost them again it's different because harry wasn't consciously aware of the fact that he lost his parents he was very consciously aware of the fact that he lost his godfather yeah. and and it was a huge like you didn't see it coming they were making plans mm-hmm. he was going to have a home again mm-hmm. and then Bellatrix hit him with that spell and he went through that arch. You know, like, just out of nowhere, just the most heart-wrenching, like, why did that have to happen? Why'd you do it? And, yeah. and then, not even that, going back to the Marauders map and James's childhood and going back, you know, how James saved his life and they were best friends and, and all these things that happened that really had a huge effect on Harry and the story. So, I, I love Sirius Black. I I mourned for him, mm-hmm. and I, I, you know, I was sad when he when he died. Oh, absolutely. But I also feel like Harry and his relationship was, uh, although it had its issues, mm-hmm. where they both had these moments where they couldn't quite figure out how they, like, where they were had, at. Had they had time, they would have obviously yes. grown. Yes. Yeah, of course. But. He treated Sirius as a confidant in a way that he never could with Dumbledore. He was very aware, Harry was very aware that Dumbledore lied to him. Or 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 was not telling him everything. Was was holding information back at all times. And while he was loyal to and trusted Dumbledore, he was very aware that if he asked questions, there were going to be some that Dumbledore was just not, not going to answer. answer. Right. Versus he felt very comfortable going to Sirius about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, it didn't matter. He was just, like, once he had that person, he was like, okay, you're my person. I trust you. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. like, we're in this together now. Yeah. Let's not forget, Sirius was one of the few people to break out of Azkaban. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. On yep. his own. Yep. Yeah. And and relatively unaffected. Like right. while he did have his emotional issues and obviously there were there were different things that had happened to him, because he'd kept himself somewhat sane. And he knew he had his righteous anger that like I'm you know, I didn't do yeah. this. He had his vision for when he got out that yeah. I, I am gonna move serious to two because I wanna talk about him a lot right here. Okay. okay. And the the I fact we convinced him, Jackie. <laughs> the the fact that Sirius the fact that Sirius has roughly two years, roughly two years mm-hmm. to get to know his godson, mm-hmm. and then he dies. But in mm-hmm. that time, he tries to, at first, as Aaron said, 
sees him as a proxy for his best friend, mm-hmm. but then realizes that he needs this kid as much as the kid needs him. Mm-hmm. It and he only has two years with him. It's crushing. Yeah. It's and, and Aaron, you're right. He's not in there for a very long time. Yeah. But every moment that he's in there, he means the world. He leaves mm-hmm. everything to Harry. Mm-hmm. Yep. Listen, I I, I would switch my vote now for two if I could, but I already oh, no, have no, no, I'm not coming for you. When I talk about that, I'm not, I don't think you're coming for me. I'm, yeah. I'm saying I agree with you on a lot of those points. Just for me, I have two more ahead of me that yeah. that emotional side of that. The When I, I, when was, I have, like, yeah. I, I wept a tiny bit over over serious. The other two on my list, I'm not going to lie, I cried I, probably harder for both of them for certain reasons. So I wanted to move him to two because I wanted to talk about him here because mm-hmm. the only other character's death that has affected me in literature mm-hmm. or in any kind of media mm-hmm. was Mufasa's. Okay. Right? So okay. the fact that Sirius, because I remember reading Order, Order of the Phoenix, mm-hmm. seeing him go through the veil, mm-hmm. and then skimming pages to and figure out like, when he comes out. When is he coming back? Where does that veil mean? Yep. Where did it take him? Where is right. he? Yeah. Is he coming? Yeah. Where is he? Yeah. Where's he? Where's he? Yeah. No. Yeah. no. Yeah. It's like, wait, no, no, no. no yeah. he, but what? what? Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I totally get it. And so, it, I mean, I think about... I have to be honest. There were a couple books I was like, and then this is when Sirius comes back. She's going to make this happen I thought it too. Definitely. I think of, I think of in like, like Hamilton when, and when, uh, when she says if he only had more time, right. that's exactly how I feel about Sirius. Yeah. Yep. A- and I just, I don't even have too many words for it because Sirius meant a lot to me. W- watching Prisoner is my favorite book. Mm-hmm. Yep. And me too. Prisoner of Azkaban, because when Sirius shows up, I'm like, finally, Harry has a dude. Fun. And that was the most heartbreaking thing at the end of that book when he had to go back yep. and live with the Dursleys. Yep. I was like, oh my God, this is just hurting all over yeah. again. Yeah. I will also say, I while I cried when he died, the moment for me that I bawled in that book was actually when Harry, when uh, Voldemort tries to go into Harry and then Harry's thought is, We'll get to see Sirius again, and that was what drove him out. Bold my yeah. eyes out, like okay. the fact that he loved him that much. Uh, when no, when when Harry grabs the mirror and is like, he sees yeah. homeboy, he's dead. Yeah. Yeah. But he's like, maybe, yeah, maybe, I, maybe I can see him. Yeah. Maybe I can see it. Yeah. It's he, a magic mirror. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? And then he can't. Mm-hmm. Like all these reasons is why Sirius for me is so high on my list. Yeah. And as a character that's really spoken to me uh, throughout the whole thing. So that's why I'm going to just move him here to two. Yep. Talk about him right now. Yeah. Yep. Aaron, what, what do you, who do you have it to? So, I mean, obviously I'm not going to win this round, but I will talk about this character. Um, I think that when I read Harry Potter, um, there's the loneliness factor that Harry is going through. And I didn't have that a ton, but I had a lot of adults in my life. Um, I was eight years old before my nearest sibling was born. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot of just me on my own, but I had a dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, in this case, Harry didn't get a dog. He got an owl. And so I have mm-hmm. Hedwig. So Hedwig's definitely my honorable mention. Yeah. So for me, Hedwig is a character that I can kind of stretch and feel into in terms of, Harry had that bird when he had to go 
back when he had he had that owl when he had to go back and be on his own mm-hmm. so i just remember growing up and feeling like you know i don't want to hang out with my parents but like i had a dog and got to hang out with that so during those times i got that and then that owl sacrifices itself for him for Harry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and it was you know as a as a gift it was, but it was something that was his like he he had never really gotten too much of anything and you know even throughout the course of the the mook, the books and the movies like there would be times where he was just hanging out with the I owl think, yeah. to kind of express and feel those things because guess what animals if you'd like animals like that's an outlet for you and yeah. so that's why i had hedwig there versus you yeah. know well, he also got mad at her when she wouldn't come mm-hmm. back during mm-hmm. the summers when she would disappear. Mm-hmm. And, and she, like, they were holding me. <laughs> he yeah. didn't know that, right? Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. So there's a lot of, I think that that, for being an owl, it actually had a lot of personality and character throughout the whole series. So that was my, like, my connection to that, why I had it so high. Because I totally felt it. And when, when Hedwig freaking sacrifices yeah yeah i was like that was that was unnecessary that was a heartless move i was really mad but you kind of i guess if you really look into it you get it and why and now like okay now harry is going to be everything is really is changing changing so yep yeah so hedwig get two for me all right yeah that's respectable yeah absolutely i get it i have serious at two jackie who do you have at one so I don't think Kevin's going to like my number one. If it's Dobby. It is Dobby. <laughs> Mine's Dobby also. Thank you very much. Mine is not Dobby. It's not Dobby for me. It's definitely Dobby. Okay. I like Dobby, but... So... He's what else. So here's the thing, though. She pulled out her nose. I did have to pull out my notes for this one, because Dobby is actually... So the way that JK treats Dobby uh, from the time he's introduced at two mm-hmm. is... He is a character that is constantly mistreated, is part of this under like like underutilized group, is you know, one of those people like peons longing for freedom, right? And he goes out of his way and is willing to punish himself and and do everything for Harry, not even knowing him, just knowing about what he is. And he dives into this head first and tries to save Harry. Now doesn't do it well but he does he does attempt to save harry and then throughout the books you kind of see this connection grow between them because he is so appreciative of everything that harry has done for him and he continues to try to help wherever he can leading right up to the point where he goes and saves them and essentially also sacrifices himself for Harry. He goes into a place where he was tortured for years. He is visibly frightened to be there and to go against his old previous owners. Owners. And well, I mean, that's just, yeah. yeah, he goes to a place to save a man that saved him. Yep. And he has to go, he's got to go against his previous owners. Like, my goodness, that sacrifice was well, I also think so much for me. That is the point in the seventh book where things turn. Right? right? Mm-hmm. That that is the point in the book where Harry goes from 
okay, we're going after these individual horcruxes. We have no plan. We have no real thought process behind everything to this is why we're doing this. Mm. He focuses in. He decides to go after the horcruxes instead of the hallows at that point. He really dials into the mission where before I think it was kind of it was it was this thing that he had to do, and now it became this thing that he was going to do, if that makes sense. I mean, I appreciate that Dobby, you know, once he got his freedom, was trying to go toward the other elves to be like, hey, we don't have to do this, and we're actually pretty magical beings ourselves. We don't have to be subservient. Mm-hmm. Um, still not going to put him on my number. Now, five. now for Jackie, for your criteria it makes a ton of sense right. Aaron's George as well uh, the emotional yeah. side yes. of, of emotional that I, I literally watched that movie and then I followed it up with Toy Story 3 I, I had a very <laughs> had a very, <laughs> I had a very emotional wow. day yeah. wow. I, 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 didn't, I didn't realize that both were going to get me like that but yeah, yeah let's just say my, I was going to yeah. say my sister walked into the room and she's like are you crying and I was like yes I just watched this scene and I just watched Toy Story 3 come so on now my biggest problem with Dobby though is that like he's just low key dumb mm. he's just low key dumb like even like Creature is a better house elf not because mm. of his role, but like creature seems to know more yeah. about He's what's scary. going on. Yeah. yeah, and that that's really my my well, thing about Dobby. Even I feel like you're Linky. calling Dobby Jar Jar, and I don't like that man. He Come basically now. is right. Oh, I disagree with yeah. that. But like I just, Winky, I don't want to call him Jar. He's not Jar Jar. <laughs> but like what, even like even Winky was knew what she was doing yeah. and what she wanted to do. I, like Dobby is here to help Harry. Yes, yes. But all throughout the books, I just felt like he was Jar Jar Binks for me. See, I feel like he's the equivalent, the elf or um, house elf equivalent of Hagrid. Well, explain. Hagrid didn't have that much character development either. But but that's what I mean. I feel like he is the house elf equivalent of Hagrid in that he's that happy go lucky. Like things will just work out. Like we're gonna we're gonna try to make see where that got him. No, but, but. but but we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're gonna try to make things better, right? Which is what Hagrid did. He was going along with Dumbledore's plan. He was constantly willing to go on the missions to make things better, to do things. And that's what, in his mind, that's what he was trying to do. He was trying to make the world a better place. Not necessarily the right way I, to go about it. I disagree with that. I don't feel like he's trying to. I feel like he went from being subservient to the Malfoys to basically being kind of subservient to Harry. Like he got his freedom, didn't know what to do with it, and then pretty much spent a lot of the rest of the time just being like, "All right, I'm gonna check in with Harry." You know, it. It. He didn't have his own, I guess, voice and autonomy. You know, going back to Winky, Winky was like, "All right, this is what I want. This is what I'm gonna do." I don't know if Dobby even knew what he wanted. I don't know if he did. And I, I, I appreciate that he did get involved with that and trying to get other elves free, but like I still don't feel like Touching he really knew what point, he wanted. I don't even know that Dobby really wanted his freedom. Right. He, it was just given it to him. It was given to him accidentally. Right. Like he was tricked into it. And then Harry was like, there you go. And he's like, he's like Dobby oh. is free. He goes, Dobby is free. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, he did. He or maybe he went. Dobby is free. <laughs> we don't know. We, I mean, we're all the reading literature. it, I mean, and he asked for pay. So I don't think I don't think well, that Dobby like, was unhappy. He didn't have a job or a house anymore. He needed money. He had to get paid. 
But that's not true. Like Dumbledore would have put him on the staff regardless. True. He, for free? he was going around to other places and asking for pay. True. Uh, so I don't think, I don't think Dobby was, uh, I don't think he was subservient to Harry. I think he was grateful and he personally felt indebted to Harry, which is different, right? In the way that you feel indebted to a friend who does something good for you, it's not a, I'm going to do whatever you ask without question. It's a, I owe you. So if you ask me for something important, I'm going to try to do my best to fulfill that. I think you're right, but I think you're wrong in the explanation in terms of, I think that he had a personal loyalty to Harry. Yes. I agree with that part. I don't agree that he would have not done anything Harry Potter asked him to no. do because he would have. He would have. Because that was his personal loyalty to Harry is that he did. Uh, he was very grateful. Which is why I said I agree, with, I agree with you that he was extremely grateful and for, felt personally indebted to Harry. As Aaron said, he went into a place he was tortured mm-hmm. to do this because he felt like he had, he had to, to because of Harry. Harry. So he had a life debt to Harry that he that had, cost his life, but that he had given freely. But it was a life debt to do. I mean, Harry had no clue that he had two house elves, but he did. He had creature and he had Dobby. 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 Yep. And so Dobby only knew service. That's all he knew how to do was to serve, and he didn't understand what to do when he didn't have. Yes. Life is so unnerving for a servant who's not serving. Right. <laughs> so, and that's who Dobby was. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't disagree with that. I don't that. disagree yeah. with that, but I still had that emotional, like, oh my God, Dobby's mm-hmm. dead. It was an you emotional know, like, scene. Like, that, yeah. I, I too was like, oh, I can't believe she killed Dobby, you know? Yeah, yeah. really. But I didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> I personally didn't care. Because because from, from Chamber, throughout, I was like, whenever Dobby showed up, I was like, that's convenient. If I I mean, the gillyweed, convenient. Yeah. Well, and here's the other thing, though. If you're saying, like, specifically for Harry, Harry never really asked Dobby for any of that. Never. Dobby never really asked Harry for freedom. No, no, no. But my point was, it's always other people asking Dobby to do things for Harry. It's never Harry asking Dobby to do it. That's very true. That's very true. (laughs) Dobby just showed up most of the time. But I think that goes back (laughs) to what Kevin was saying. Like, Harry didn't realize that Dobby was now his house elf, but he, for all intents and purposes, he was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I think he did once Creature got to Hogwarts. Mm-hmm. Because the whole scene when Creature and Dobby and then he has them go follow Draco, like that scene makes it very clear that how loyal Dobby is to Harry Potter because he essentially beats up Creature for talking smack about mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's true. I mean, Creature maybe needed a little punch in the face. Maybe. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <least> a one. <laughs> so I, I definitely understand where you guys are at one. Yeah. I don't have the emotional pull yeah. to Dobby, yeah. but I definitely understand that people do. Yeah. His death, doesn't it like break apart the two movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, that's how they yeah. end movie mm-hmm. part yep. one of yeah. seven. Uh, yeah. yeah. Definitely how. Yep. So, I mean, that was very much so a very mm-hmm. emotional thing. So, it was very understanding. Yeah. Well, the other thing is him choosing to bury Dobby, like to go out yeah. and dig that hole. That's what ultimately convinces Griphook to help them. Mm-hmm. The fact that he could have that respect for someone yeah. that was quote unquote beneath the him. the mm-hmm. magical creature versus yeah, yeah. the humans. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's true. It's true. Yep. Yeah, it's true. and I and I agree with you. And so I understood that it. I I'm not going in as hard on Dobby as I do about Snape because I feel like Dobby, at least 
earned some of the some of the love that he has from okay. from the fan base. So I yeah. get that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Shante, who do you have at number one if it's not Dobby? <sighs> Professor McGonagall, of course. Oh, Minerva. 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 Motherfucking G. McGonagall. Yep. Like, I, I need to take a breath. I, I, before you get into this, I forgot about Minerva. How? <laughs> really? I, I I don't I don't I don't know. I'm very I'm very embarrassed. I'm embarrassed for I you. I can't believe I said that. <laughs> so I actually I I do I agree with you on the terms of I didn't forget about her, but you don't really I didn't really think about her when I was compiling this list, and I think the reasoning is. It's been a couple. I don't. I don't reread the books every year, uh-huh. but it's been a couple of years since Neither I've read the books. But the movies are. I, I see them. They're on TV all of the time. They're on. Uh, not a. They're on freeform yeah, or whatever yeah. all the time. What have so you. they pop on, and it's one of the unfortunate things about the movies is they underserve her they role as her well. You know, much. a lot of what they do in the movies they undercut how amazing Freaking she is. Badass. So. So, I mean, yeah. going back to the books and going back to like Hagrid carried him as a baby. Mm-hmm. Minerva was there too. Yes, she, she was. There in the beginning, she was like the guardian watching yeah, she over was him. Over and she Girls. continued to do that. She was one of Harry's day ones. You she know, was his day ones. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, ride or die, right there. And she continued to watch over him while he was at Hogwarts. And on top of that, like, not even connected to Harry, she was a magnificent witch. She was mm-hmm. one of the few hat stalls for the sorting hat. She could have been Ravenclaw or, or Gryffindor. She, I mean, let's be honest, she ran Hogwarts. Dumbledore was never there. She was yeah. the one running the show. She was. And, mm-hmm. and she was on the Quidditch team. <laughs> like, McGonagall was a G, and she is my favorite character. Even, from the beginning, she has always been my favorite character. She's an animagus. I mean, come on. Hmm. I'm yeah. flummoxed, man. I I can't believe Minerva's not going to make this list, and that's embarrassing, <laughs> and that's disappointing. Because I'm disappointed in all of y'all. Well, like, I, I, she should have been... Like, I can't she was definitely only, on my honorable mention. That's mentions. the only number that I didn't have to switch around. I'm like, obviously, that's where she belongs, I, and that's I, where she's going to stay. She directed the I, army at the Battle of Hogwarts. Come on. Listen, I'm with you. Listen, I, I don't have to vote for her Dobby. I could potentially <laughs> vote for that Minerva. I would so hope let's you just, would. So let's just hang on. Don't, uh, the don't, reason don't I say, say that, she's though, is because Minerva, Minerva McGonagall is there throughout. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But not only is she doing that, she fits both of your criteria. Yeah, absolutely. She is so important to Harry's development. Mm-hmm. No, I, I disagree with that only because while there are points in time where she does connect with him and, and she does help him do things, he never goes to her like despite the fact that she helps him all the time and does all these things and he has these moments where but he always thinks he's going to get in trouble but that doesn't mean she wasn't there for his development if you were talking about molly weasley as like the nurturing mother side yeah. she was the disciplinary like l- tough love side and that in- affected him just as and much that's what i was going to say is that harry that minerva it's so good that she helped him in the shadows without, without needing him knowing. She him knew to things know he needed before he even needed them. She's yes. Like, and right, she was like, here, like he would if, if you imagine Harry runs back in the class to get like the sandwich, she's already holding it out with his like lunch. And right. she's like, I know you forgot this. Right. Here you go, get on your way. That's kind of how Minerva was for Harry, which is why I'm 
so disappointed yeah. in myself. And I think she's one of the few yeah. people who saw Harry's potential, not Harry Potter, the Harry Potter. She's like, this is Harry. I see you. And, you know, and that's why she could be there for him. Yes. In these I mean, I would, would Harry be on that Quidditch team without no, she, McGonagall? No, he, he wouldn't. He would have been, he would have no. been. He, in he, trouble. Mofo didn't even know Quidditch until <laughs> she was like, let me put you on. So, come on. It, I, I, I'm I, sorry, but she gets, Dobby I mean, does not even deserve to be on the same step. Did Harry ever McGonagall. figure out how he got his broom? Of course not. Harry's but how slow. Did he get his broom? How did he get that first broom, right? The, oh, then he missed 2000. I, I, think that the, I think in the movie mm-hmm. he looks at her and she looks back. But, but in know, the book, but like, I don't know about the book. Man, I don't, Minerva, in I don't the think movie, he, yeah, Minerva's making yeah, all these, mo- Minerva's yeah. making all these She's moves. She's making these yeah. moves. And let's be honest, Dumbledore didn't run Hogwarts. Minerva ran Hogwarts. And, and and even when she has to step in later on, she's the one in charge. Yes. She knows everything she's... I, I can't believe I didn't have her on this list. I am going to be sad when she doesn't make this final five, but I, she should. She should. She should. I, I'm sorry. I'm disappointed in you. I'm sorry that I didn't have her there. That's good. I have Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter's so I great. I do like Rita Skeeter. I love me she some Rita Skeeter. number one, though. The funny you. thing is, I was like, I need to put Rita on here. I was like, nah. <laughs> I, I put Rita on there because Rita is hilarious. The fact that she writes just such filth is yeah. just so But she funny. doesn't even write it herself. She uses the, the pen and writes it for her. The quill. The yeah. quill. And writes for And then yeah, she's a secret yep. animagus. Yep. Yeah. That is like, and they're like, how does she get this scoop? It's because she's like that that fly on Mike. Oh, she's on the fly on the wall. Yeah. That VP debate. That was, you know what? Oh my God. Was that Rita Skeeter? That was Rita Skeeter. Wait a minute. She's going to be putting so, out an article. So a few, for a while ago, there was a vice president debate and... There was a fly on Mike Pence's head. <laughs> was that Rita Skeeter? I think it, I think it, it was. was. Actually, might have been. Yes. Uh, Except she was a ladybug, but yeah, <laughs> close or, enough. Did you get a close look at that fly? <laughs> Maybe it fly was a ladybug. It might have been a ladybug. <laughs> no, Rita Skeeter. Rita Skeeter. I put her on the list because she's fun. I think I she doesn't get. One? She doesn't get a lot of credit, man. She doesn't she get a lot of credit. Right. I assumed at one. I thought I was gonna be looking at some Snapes. I oh. thought I was gonna be looking. I'm not surprised to see some Dobbies. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so I I wanted to go with someone that I had some fun with, yeah. And originally I had Sirius. Rita was going to be my number two, and I made that switch because I want to talk about Sirius with um uh, with Gravitas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I figured that with me having Rita there and you guys were talking about Sirius so seriously. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is how you talk about Sirius. Yeah. So that's I moved. I flip flopped it because Rita was going to be my number two because mm-hmm. that yeah. would have been fun. But Rita's just Rita's just fun. I'm still going to the McGonagall thing. I just can't believe I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think her. I'm a little upset you? with myself. Yeah, that's the yeah. only reason. Get, get it's it a together. Star search fiasco over here. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the hot takes. That, that's what I do, guys. <laughs> All right, so that is our top five list. Shantae, go ahead and read off each person's top five for us. All right, so Jackie at number five had Neville Longbottom. Number four, Hagrid. Number three, Snape. Number two, Sirius Black. And number one, she had Dobby. I, at number five, had Kingsley Shacklebolt. Number four, Molly Weasley. Number three, Bellatrix Lestrange. Number two, Sirius Black. And at number one, motherfucking G. McGonagall. <laughs> I, I want to point out that producer Chris and, and his buddy are spelling this list for us, and it's hilarious. Thank you, guys. We love you. All right. Aaron, at number five, had Snape. Number four, he had Sirius Black. Number three, Hagrid. Number two, Hedwig. And at number one, Dobby. And Kevin, 
At number five, had the Dementors as the collective, the umbrella. Mm-hmm. Number four, Kingsley Shacklebolt. Number three, Bellatrix Lestrange. Number two, Sirius Black. And at number one, Rita Skeeter. So, Jackie, starting with you, at five, you cannot pick. Vote for my own. Yeah, Got you it. can't pick um, Neville Longbottom. So, between Kingsley, Snape, and the Dementors, who are you choosing? I think I'm going to go with the Dementors. Okay. Shantae? I can't go with Kingsley. Um, I'll give it to Neville. I mean, Neville, he put in work. I want to go with Neville as well. Okay, I was going to go with Snape here. So, Neville takes this one. All right. So, at four, we have Hagrid, Molly Weasley, Sirius Black, and Kingsley Shacklebolt. I can't vote for Kingsley here. I'm not putting Sirius at four. I'm going to have to go with Molly because I feel like she's got to be here. I'll go with Molly. I will also go with Molly. I can't go with Molly, so I'm going to vote for Kingsley. Shouts! My, my, my name's sake. Shouts! <laughs> so Molly is, is takes the number four spot. Aaron, you you can choose between Snape. You can't choose Hagrid. Or you, you make the take right choice. Bellatrix, or you could take Bellatrix. Go ahead, just make the right choice, man. I'm going to go with Bellatrix. Mm-hmm. Good choice. choice. Yeah. I'm going to take Shantae's Bellatrix. I'm going to take Kevin's Bellatrix. Well, then I'm going to go for Hagrid. Hey, just hey, for hey, 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 Hagrid. Hey, go hey, ahead hey. and do that. Uh, two. Shantae, you have Sirius Black. You have Sirius Black. You have Sirius Black. <laughs> or you have Hedwig. I'm going to vote for Jackie's Sirius Black. Okay, I'm also going to vote we for We don't Jackie's. have to play this game. It's going to be serious, <laughs> black, you know. Wait, you know, let's just jump to it. Aaron, you cannot pick Hedwig. So who are you going to hmm. choose? I'm going to go with uh, all of y'alls. Okay, Aww. sounds good. I'm also serious, you. black. We love So we have serious, black at two, and then finally at one. We have Dobby from Jackie, Dobby from Aaron. We have Rita Skeeter from me, and we have Professor McGonagall. I'm going to take Professor McGonagall. I just... I'm actually going to do McGonagall as well. I think that she... I'm mad at myself for forgetting her. Yeah. So I'm actually switching to that. It, she didn't fit my criteria per se, but I think she's the right spot for yeah. number one. I'm still going with Dobby. Okay. I can't vote for McGonagall, so I'm going to vote for Rita, but <laughs> yeah. McGonagall takes it. And uh, with that, I think Shantae takes the week. I do! Yeah, Shantae. Yay! Shantae doesn't have a lot of wins, but this was, this was <laughs> You know what? This time to rack up, so watch your back, Aaron. I'm just saying. Listen, it's, it's been a minute. I've been on a downward slide here. i got to bring my A game next time. Jackie, your list mm-hmm. is very strong. Mm-hmm. I the For me, the the getting into the I think Dobby was a strong choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, McGonagall, though. I just, I, so you, you had her as an honorable mention. So I had her as an honorable mention. Let's get an honorable mention. So, so my Man, thought process every other there. Character? Yeah. <laughs> my thought process there was she was an authority figure. She was someone that Harry inherently trusts and respects. But because she never reached that same level as some of the other authority figures, where he just, he, he never. He never allows himself to rely on her, and so she just didn't quite reach that level for me. That sounds like his problem, not her problem. But I was going with his <laughs> Yeah, her criteria, though. Right. Was, yeah, so that yeah. makes sense. What other honorable mentions did you have? Uh, so I had 
Molly Weasley and the Weasley family. Like, okay, like Diana Ross and the Supremes. Yes, right, like right. we talked about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I think all of them collectively really helped Harry throughout all portions of the book, right? Like all in their own special ways. They They showed him loyalty and love and support and always had his back and just no matter what were willing to risk their lives and some of them gave their lives essentially for him like for the cause yes Mm -hmm. but a lot of it was for him um and then i also had peter pettigrew okay interesting so my thought process there he was the one who took away Harry's parents, essentially, yeah. right? He is essentially the reason they died. Not, not essentially. Not essentially. No, he, he is. is the reason they died. Uh, he takes away Sirius, yeah. it, mm-hmm. like initially, right? Because Harry was going to go off with Sirius, and he removes that option. He is the reason that uh, Voldemort has Harry's blood, yeah. because he helps him recreate that. And ultimately, that connection of Harry's mercy when he allows him to live and then that coming back around and being the reason why Pettigrew dies is kind of a, an integral part of Harry's story. Okay. So Peter Pettigrew, good choice. Yeah. I I debated having him on uh, up there as well. Like he's, I mean, he was a really well developed character from his evilness to when he ends up getting choked by the, his hand hand. for 12 years as a rat. Like, Yeah. yeah, yeah, He That's went all work. in. Yeah. <laughs> and Seriously. the fact that she Scabbers. laid those yeah. those breadcrumbs from Jump Street. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, he's an old rap. He's been with my yeah. family. It's like, dang. Oh, and he's yeah, missing a finger. Oh, yep. oh, my gosh. Yep. For, for me, my honorable mentions were Lee Jordan. Yes. Okay. There was okay. Dean, Dean Thomas. <laughs> there was Angelina, Angelina Johnson. Johnson. <laughs> the, I mean, you got there's not a lot of black characters in this book. This is true. So I had to at least put them on the list somewhere. Yes. Yep. Like, they didn't make the top five. I mean, Kingsley was the representative. Yeah. <laughs> yes. the, Go Kingsley. Go Kingsley. <laughs> but the rest of them, that, they were on my list. Um, Victor Crumb was on my list as an honorable mention. Okay. okay. I, I liked Victor. Victor. I, liked, I liked, I mean, the audacity to, to catch the snitch knowing you're going to lose, but just be like, listen, Yep. I got a legacy to protect. Yep. My team is trash. <laughs> yep. I'm gonna go ahead and just I'm gonna catch it anyway. Yeah. Yep. That's that's like that's like yep. LeBron going for seventy and then them losing a hundred and six to seventy four. Yeah. <laughs> it was all me and that's fine. Yeah. Because you see my legendary game. Yeah. That that's what that was. So I had Victor Crum on the list. I had Jenny Weasley mm-hmm. on yep. my list as an honorable mention. I had the Weasley clock. Yeah. Oh, nice. Clock. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Everyone, who who'd you have? Um, Lupin. I definitely had Lupin. We talked about him briefly at one point. Um, I was actually really disappointed with how she kind of um, wrote about their ending. It was like, oh, now we're walking through this room. Oh, Lupin and Tonks are dead. Yeah. And it's yep. like, it I, wasn't always, enough of a, I, yeah. I always have been really, really upset because he was a major, major uh, character in you know in Harry's life, obviously, taught right. him a ton of things. So yeah. I. But you know he, what was the nail in yeah. the coffin? He offered... Harry a place to live and if yeah. you're not yeah. a Weasley and you offer Harry a place to live yep, <laughs> you're, you're going die. to die but yep. yeah oh, oh, absolutely. Absolutely. but it was just a, 
Yeah. Yeah. It just really was so disappointing because you're like, that was the send off he got. Like I would have loved to have at least gotten a couple of pages of them fighting and, and something happening. Right. Um, and we yeah, really, it was like a, you didn't yeah. realize they were dead. It was a blank. Yeah. Message. You're just like sentence. Oh like, wait, loop. Wait, what? what? Yeah. Well, and especially it felt kind of disrespectful because of how they, their relationship had been in that seventh book where it was that back and forth where Harry was like, shaking some sense into him like how the hell are you not doing better at this mm-hmm. and uh yeah absolutely and then i uh, the malfoys just as the clan the, the clan. malfoys Lucius, um, Lucius, yeah. Narcissa, and, and draco. draco and you know i think that one the one moment in the series that kind of stands out is when it's like all right here's your time in the seventh book to like choose your side they choose to just walk away and like we're just gonna take care of ourselves because that's what we do Mm -hmm. so i mean again they weren't gonna ever make my my top five right but they're very important for what they are Mm -hmm. gente who are your honorable mentions olivander of course i mean he made everybody want a wand Mm -hmm. the way he talked about wands like the knowledge you got came from him luna lovegood oh yeah totally underrated i mean she is i think she, especially for as a Ravenclaw, you kind of she's the one who kind of went against the grain. But her and her family were the ones who were giving them the information, like almost the whole time. Every time they got good information, it was from a love good. So mm-hmm. totally underrated. I'm really surprised Luna didn't make anyone's list. Yeah, because it was close. Luna has a lot of love out there. I was there, trying to put her on my and list, and I don't but. think I would have came for her if someone had put her. Like, I mean, I, you heard my takes on Snape. You heard mm-hmm. my takes on Dobby. Yeah, I think Luna is just naturally just a good. I mean, she's yeah. ditzy, but that's fine. Like, that's her yeah, character. That's yeah. that's she's fine. not ditzy. Right. That's the thing. She is on another level, another plane, but she's not ditzy. Fair, fair, and fair, fair. people you, underestimated her because of that. Well, you, I don't think they underestimated her. I think they under, they didn't understand her. Well, yeah. I also think the movies didn't treat her well either. Oh, right. No, they didn't. Of course not. We're, we're not talking about movies. We're not talking movies here. About, we're all, we're yeah. all very well-read in this yes. literature. Read, yes. I would say one of her most beautiful sequences is she's i don't even believe she's in it she's already been kidnapped and she in uh the the main crew goes up into her room and on the ceiling she's got the pictures of all, all of, of them, them. and like yep. that's a very beautiful moment that is should have been captured in film because yeah. it really yeah. shares yep. who she is right yep. and i think uh, going back to her being underrated they didn't even consider you know the, how important they were to her they didn't consider her that yeah. same way nah. you know yeah. no, which didn't. was disrespectful to me but yeah. you know so she's on my honorable mentions um, I had the Malfoys. I have uh, Mad Eye Moody. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mad Eye Moody, love him. What um, about Mundungus? <laughs> I do not have Mundungus Fletcher. <laughs> I have Firens though. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, Fred and George. I have them separate because you know Fred and George. But I didn't want a Timon and Pumbaa, so I did not. You know, one of them. One of them. And now I also holy. have Patronuses. I think the okay. the idea and the concept of the Patronus kind of similar to the Dementors. Mm-hmm. They were a, a central part of the book. They mm-hmm. that training kind of shaped Harry into being a stronger uh, wizard. And I think I mean we all. So what's your Patronus? So yeah, what's I, your Patronus, Jackie? Uh, actually, I think it's a unicorn. I haven't oh, done yeah. it in a while, but I think it was a unicorn. What originally. house are you in? A Gryffindor. 
Oh, hey. So boring. So I got hey, Gryffindor on both. I'm okay both, being unique. Yeah, <laughs> both yeah. Pottermore and I went to Universal and actually had the real sorting hat put on my head. And I mean, the real as it can you know, be. The life the, the, the thing. No, no, the one, the one from the movies, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. But it also said Gryffindor. So. Yeah. Gryffindor. You know, I think it's funny because everyone thinks that uh, Hufflepuffs is like the generic one, but I put, feel like potato, Gryffindor really potato. is the oh, generic yeah. one and yeah. like all the other ones are a bit more fleshed out. That's cute. Uh, Aberforth is another honorable mention I forgot about. Oh, yeah. Because Aberforth was always important. Mm -hmm. Like, you just didn't realize he was important, but he was always there and he was always about it. Um, That's that's who I. I'm surprised nobody had Tonks. So I debated her, but she didn't fit my criteria. Makes sense. Makes sense. I, I have to be honest. Tonks was one of the more annoying characters to me. I feel like she got better as the books went on. But like when we first meet her, like me finding out more about her background made her more interesting to me. But her personality was annoying as hell. I didn't really like her. So I also I felt like she came in more as comic relief than anything else for the seventh book because or or for for the later books, I should say, because she was introduced early on. Um, but she, although she has a more emotional struggle in the, uh, in the later, the, the seventh book, most of the time when we see her, she's just there to play yeah. the, the comic relief. And, true. Mm-hmm. True. That, yeah, that's true. You're not, you're not wrong about that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think, I think we could talk for hours oh, yeah, for together sure. about Harry Potter. I think that we did. Well, I, well, <laughs> yeah. I was say, we actually <laughs> haven't talked talk for, for like a- Hours. I mean, not counting the podcast time. I'm talking about even before we started. This 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 podcast. There was a warm up session, guys. We did not record it. So which, with, the one thing I will say, we didn't talk about the dragons, which we talked about earlier. Yeah. And I will say, I still think it's crazy that the dragons never got involved in the fight. It is weird. You can't control a dragon. You can't control. You listen. Like, you know who could though? Charlie. Charlie Weasley. Shouts to my guy Charlie Weasley. You don't really see him in the movies. You don't see, but he he's, he's there, in the books. putting oh. in that work with the dragons. I mean, it's a full time job. That's why he didn't have time to be. I just want Charlie to send a dragon on Percy. Let's go. Could <laughs> eat. Oh, Percy, you oh, jerk. Jackie, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, actually, no. Where I can they find you? Where can people talk to find you? Uh, I'm on Twitter, Facebook. That's about it. Just Jackie. Uh, well, so so on Twitter, I think I'm uh, the Amazing J. Okay, at the Amazing at J. The Amazing J on Twitter. And uh, on Facebook, I'm just Jackie Long. There you go, Shante Aaron. What would you guys go got going on at the at the uh, that guy podcast? Well, um, we have. Quite a lot of TV we've been watching. Uh, we're Seriously, just that's why I'm a sloth now. Putting in a lot of work. I know brown bears hibernate and mine hibernates in front of a TV. Just went a lot of work and really trying to spotlight those important actors that kind of pull the weight of our favorite TVs and movies. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, you can uh, follow me at Top Five Go Aaron on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. Shante still doesn't have the social meets. One of these days. One maybe she might join in there. Um, you could also follow the podcast at Fury Podcast Network on Instagram and on Facebook. We're at Fury Podcast Network. Also check out the website, www.furypodcastnetwork.com. Mm, those are the main things. You can follow me at KG Fury. I'm whack though. Don't follow me. I don't post anything ever. <laughs> um, subscribe, rate, 
We're on YouTube. Participate. Participate. Comment. Write in the hear comments. Yours. We want to hear your top five. Top five. Defend Dobby, even though I don't know if you can. I mean, no, don't defend Dobby. Go in there and talk to us about how we're all idiots for not putting anything about Minerva much listen, earlier. Listen, I specifically Dobby is still number one in my heart, but Minerva specifically me to be and Aaron. on this list at number one. Yes. Don't yeah. come for Jackie. Come for me and Aaron, okay? We should have yeah. thought about that. I can't believe it's we didn't think fault. about that. How Jackie, at least it didn't fit her criteria. For me and you, it would have fit ours, but we're just dumb. Uh, it would have been a stretch, but yeah, I could admit it. We were just dumb. Yeah. It's fine. We were <laughs> dumb. Hey, she yeah. was on my honorable mention. Yeah, like, like I, I had her. I thought about like her. I said, don't come for Jackie. Come for me and Aaron. Yeah. We're yeah. yeah, top five go, Aaron. I'll uh, link you to Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> Get him. Uh, so subscribe, five stars, rate, all those good things. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. yeah. Next week we're gonna get. We're, we will be revisiting Harry Potter in the future. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's so, so much, much stuff to talk so about. Much. So. And expect to see Charlie Weasley and Dragon somewhere on that <laughs> list. Somewhere. I'm going to fit him in there. I don't know. Uh, with that. I like Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. With that, uh, we got to say bye. Bye. Later. Bye. bye.